Hello, hello. Welcome to the Pure Alignment Podcast. My name is Christy Bergman and I am a life and mindset coach for young adults. Here you'll find all things related to mindset, spirituality and sustainability. Let's jump right into the podcast. Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Today I'm joined by Lauren and we're going to be talking all about intuitive living, being the author authority figure in your life and how energy relates to all of that so I'll pass it over to you to introduce yourself awesome thank you so much Christy thanks for having me my name is Lauren I am an energy healer I'm also a certified holistic health coach aromatherapist and I've just been pretty much following this path for the majority of my life in terms of how can I help other people feel more empowered and connected to their primary guide, which is themselves rather than the external world, opinions, things that we think we should be doing, and really, you know, supporting that alignment so that people can really feel truly confident in who they are. And like they are, like you said, in a space of trust and faith and can make decision making clearer from their spirit rather than from you know the external world and different pressures that can lie there Mm, yeah no it's so interesting (laughs) I feel like once you go into this work it kind of like opens up so much stuff um but yeah I'm interested to know like how like what made you want to like go into it was it just like your own path or yeah (laughs) yeah you know I didn't really have like a quintessential like awakening year or like Mm. a before and after. I'm pretty blessed that quite honestly, I was just kind of born very curious, very intuitive. And I wasn't, I just didn't kind of accept things as they were, you know, I was always asking why I'm extremely emotional and sensitive. So I could always kind Mm -hmm. of like tell what was going on under the facade a little bit of like people being like, I'm good. I think all of us, (laughs) all of us have that ability, but I just kind of always had that laser vision, you know, to be like, no, you know, there's like so much going on here and there's so much unfulfillment. And I've always been an incredibly positive person. I find beauty, wonder and awe and magic in every single moment. And I think to me as a child, I never let go of that. And as I got older, I started to ask, like, why are people so unhappy? Like, why are Mm. we unable to not really appreciate and value like the powerful souls that we are and that we can, you know, use our mind to create like differences in our lives and that we can really choose, you know, what kind of person that we are and Mm. create a life rather than being like, just on the receiving end of whatever life gives us. I think that whole idea of being a creator is um, really, really important to me. So the journey kind of just began in me going through the classic, you know, childhood, adolescent, like struggles and just really dealing with a lot of stress and overcoming a lot of stuff going on in my family and being the caretaker of all of my friends. And Mm. I began to really, really just devote myself to like, okay, I want to change the world. I want to help people, but I need to help myself first because I am in pain. I'm constantly sacrificing my own energy to take care of others. And I need to become this really powerful, like pillar of like confidence and really tackle my own dreams and what I value if I ever can be a guide for other people Mm. to do that. So it's like that whole, you know, Gandhi quote of like, be the change you wish to see. It's so cliche, but 
it is the number one thing. And so many people want to skip that step and just be a leader, but they need to understand that you need to become like the master of your own energy, of your own life, of your own true joy and feeling like fulfilled in who you are and in your heart in order to ever, you know, become that like light that leads the way. So for me, it was just kind of like a constant chiseling off of all the things that weren't true to me and really having Mm. the courage to go after those things. And that meant like what you said about opening a can of worms, it was like completely stepping into the unknown all the time, risking like my relationships, my comforts, my securities, just to follow the things that I felt like called to do, which was this energy work, like holistic wellness, alternative healing, and now like deep spiritual work, like being an intuitive guide for others. And it wasn't always easy to claim that for myself. Like it required a lot of getting over my own insecurities and my own fears. So really just like, I would say overcoming struggles and just being very honest all the time with myself and like, Hey, are you actually like happy? (laughs) Are you actually good right now? And like, what can we adjust and what can make you feel more alleviated, you know? So Mm, then of course there's, there's much more to that, but that's kind of the general statement. I ended up actually going to school for this and um, I moved across the country to Arizona where I really like deep dove into understanding energy work and healing and spiritual wellness and from then on out I've kind of just been completely all in with being the student and really the past two years of my life I feel confident really feeling like I'm becoming the teacher I really believe a lot of people need to really sink into their message and you know really promote their ideas and their business with like complete integrity from walking it themselves yeah and so it's cool because now I've kind of like you know I feel like I'm always learning but now I'm really stepping into my own you know guiding force to help others walk the same path as me who feel like they need more Mm -hmm. and like they're disconnected yeah yeah no I love that and I think I'm sort of a little bit similar in the sense that like I always question why I've always been that kind of person myself as well Mm -hmm. and um, yeah I always bang on about this like whoever I talk to I'm always like prioritize yourself first like you've got to got to like focus on meeting your own needs like doing the work yourself in order to like help other people Um, and yeah I think it's it's a journey like you say obviously there's like ups and downs and like you've got to always be moving into like different situations and like just testing out the waters a little bit I think um (laughs) but I think that's the beauty of it really as well um it's nice to just kind of like figure out like what vibes with you what doesn't like what what is in alignment with you and um yeah um it is interesting but can be difficult as well I think people think sometimes it's all positive and happy and everyone that's on this path like has it all figured out (laughs) but it's not like that at Mm -hmm. all I think we're all just figuring out as we go along and yeah like you said continuously learning and just yeah growing through it all um absolutely yeah it's like that full spectrum experience you're so right I had to move through a lot of that like the whole all positive yeah like I'm great all the time I'm always feeling clear and like connected because I'm this you know like quote-unquote spiritual person and just became especially with like the trendiness of 
um, this whole field right now. It, it just, mm. you have to be really aware of how beautiful it is to be honest and how many people need like those leadership figures in the wellness world to be honest and to be like, hey, this is messy. This can feel chaotic, but this is the way, like this is the way you actually alleviate that anxiety because it's just all this suppressed energy of like turning against your own self and your own truth and not expressing what needs to be like felt and heard and said. And um, for me, I now consider, I cry like more than ever and I feel more whole than ever because I'm actually being true with those parts of myself. And it doesn't mean that anything's wrong. It just means that I'm constantly like in motion and allowing those things to be like felt and expressed because if you're always feeling like positive all the time, like something is um, definitely wrong. It's different to like, (laughs) it's different to feel it and then transmute it into like this, Mm. what can I do with this? Like, how can I now, you know, focus on the good in this situation, but to skip that process is over time, especially for women, it's um, really hard to do that because we're emotional. We're so emotional by nature and we're meant to feel things and understand them. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a big part of the process. I think when I first went into this work, I was like, all right, yep, complete switch from negativity to positivity. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> as I start going into it, I'm like, what am I, <laughs> what am I doing? Like, this isn't, this isn't how it works at all. But like, I think it's just <laughs> fully accepting like everything, like all of the emotions, just, just all of it. Um, so that you yeah. can like, yeah move through it and express yourself like in the way that you want to like authentically as well yeah it's so true yeah accepting yourself is huge where you can allow yourself to feel that doubt and that confusion and still like love yourself as much as you did when you were like I'm vibing things are great (laughs) you know what I mean like that's true that's like that's true mastery like for sure when you can hold yourself in all of those moments and Mm. the energy of acceptance is still the same like I think that's so beautiful that's like totally the goal yeah so you're so right definitely and I think like so on your journey obviously you didn't have like a big awakening or anything like it's kind of always been been a thing for you like what do you feel like was the biggest I guess struggle for you um yeah Mm -hmm. when you were starting out maybe Yeah, I mean, there definitely, I feel like there's like three, like kind of like turning points that I had Mm. for sure in terms of that, like awakening, like coming in full throttle and like choosing it. But um, the biggest struggle that also led, um, it was definitely learning how to remove myself from other people's experiences, like Mm. being the healer, wanting to fix everything, being so deeply caring and thinking like my job was to like lift other people out of their own experience it's been really healing for me to remind myself and others that like every single person's journey is their own and like they have chosen it and this is their path to walk and like you have to trust that they have all of the tools you know and one of the things for sure that taught me that when I was speaking to you about just growing up in adolescent years is my dad Mm -hmm. has always struggled a lot with mental health and he you know, has just made so many decisions in his life that had like altered our family dynamic. And it was really, really hard for me to see him like in depression and mania in these like Mm. deep, deep, like mental 
struggles. And I think that's also yeah. why I'm so into like mindset, you know, I just think yeah. the mind is um, a really powerful tool for us, but he had gotten to the point where he was homeless and I would go and like hang out with him and have to like drop him off at his oh, places wow. of mm. like living in, you know, really like terrible circumstances. And I think for like a young woman who is so emotional and sensitive and energetically like yeah I don't know if you follow human design either but um I'm a reflector so I literally like feel everyone's energy all the time and mm. it um it was like a huge initiation for me because I had to like take care of myself in those moments when um to I think anyone has this relatability of seeing a friend or a family member or someone you deeply care about who is like in the trenches of their own life and for you to be like witnessing it you really have to hold that space and hold that mm -hmm. compassion and do everything you can to you know be in a space of love but also understand that you can't sink like you can't be taken down you know with them whether it's like addiction drugs like there's so many ways that every person like has had to deal with this and um mm -hmm. that's another thing about our energy and like keeping our field intact and we often get a lot of like links and binds to other people that completely like siphon our energy without us even realizing it you know whether you're mm. thinking about that person and like oh man like this could have happened and that could have happened and are they okay without me like this happens in relationships you know there's just so many like when people talk about cords and like cord cutting it's a very real thing where you get these attachments to mm. memories and people and experiences. And um, I do think that was one of the large defining times in my life where it was like, I also had my own stuff going on. And then I also yeah. was a witness to this like traumatic experience. And I really had to like completely navigate that world and be like, all right, what do I need to do for myself to be okay? And not only be okay, but be like, great and well and thriving and like following you know my heart because I also did always want to go away and move and do all those things but I felt a lot of responsibility and that's yeah. a big thing for people too like I felt so much responsibility to be present to all the things that could be kept together if I stayed yeah. you know <laughs> yeah so there's yeah. a big like initiation when you choose like no I can't be that person I have to choose myself and that's like what it comes down to I think it was like choosing myself and um I mm -hmm. also at that time had so many like toxic relationships and just not a lot of confidence truly in my heart I feel like I was just in a very like wounded place and I was like that overly giving mm -hmm. you know shell of a person that had no nourishment that was being returned to me and yeah um, yeah we often stay in those spaces you know so that was like the biggest one for me of that moment where I was like, I'm leaving, I'm going to this school to study what I love. Like I'm going to trust the unknown and completely like leave all of this behind and have faith that everything is going to be the way it needs to be mm -hmm. as long as I am like following my heart, you know, like yeah. leaving that responsibility for others in the world and like being the healer and actually giving the much needed energy to my own well being is huge yeah. yeah definitely and I think that's the thing a lot of people who are in this kind of 
people pleasing um mm-hmm. I mean yeah I was like that as well and still probably am to an extent um but like yeah you think like oh well I'm giving like all these people so much and like I like you're doing it from the genuine good of like your heart like you're doing it because you genuinely care so you think that 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 makes you feel good but at the end of the day like you are just constantly draining yourself um oh yeah I think that was a big realization for me like I thought I was being helpful and then that made me feel good but yeah it doesn't You've, you don't get anything back from it a lot of the time so yeah I think having those boundaries for yourself and being like right this is it I've got to put myself first is so so important and uh, yeah. yeah I think especially with this kind of work as well like you've got to be able to manage yourself and have those like energetic boundaries um yeah before yes. you can even like talk to anyone else um uh, yes yeah and I think that's also why I'm so like good at it to be honest because I can spot from having mm. experiencing like all of the ways that that manifests like I'm able to you know people don't realize how often our, our true decisions do come from accounting for like everyone's perceptions of it first you know like you have something that you want to do and it's like, but how will it affect this person? Or like, what will they think? Will I be weird then? You know, there's just so many like X, Y, Z forces that come into play. And that's why it is so important to make that your primary focus because it's just the people pleasing is I think like, (laughs) it can be incredibly, incredibly destructive. And I do think that's something that we all learn in our own way at different points and yes setting those boundaries is the number one thing like the first thing I would say is like clearing your path like completely clearing out everything that truly feels like it is taking away from that energy and creating Mm. like energetic leaks whether it's your relationships your habits how much time you spend online the media where you're getting your information from are you ever taking the time just to breathe and check in with your heart or yourself? And after that clearing and really tidying up house kind of like, then you can really be like, and why did that even happen? Like, how can I form this strong boundary? Like, why am I saying yes all the time when I really mean no? And like Mm. really having the support for that and someone to really hold that space and see it clearly that's outside of you. And I think that's the power of like, being a coach or a guide and the work that we do because we're able to have that very clear like unconditional pillar that kind of holds that space to see like these are the things that are out of alignment and you want help with them but you're going to need this accountability to like keep Mm. you really prioritizing yourself because if we were really good at prioritizing ourselves all the time with no reminder we wouldn't feel you know so out of sync you know yeah yeah definitely definitely yeah and like what would you say to someone who I guess is in this like people pleasing mode they've recognized that and like they know what they truly want but like they're struggling to like break out of that and I think it's got a lot to do with like obviously like you're saying like other people and like societal expectations and like so many things like have a role in it but yeah what would you say like for people trying to start breaking those patterns and those those cycles Mm -hmm. well actually there's a lot of things but the thing that just came to mind for me is 
it's actually really helpful to find like the roots and to find mm. the origin of that actual thing. Like if there is a quality of, you know, self sacrificing or like being a martyr and always giving and not receiving anything in return, really like rewind. And I call it kind of like being a detective to your own life. Like really mm. ask yourself, like when was the first time I started to do this and like why did I see it in my mom did I see it in my dad did I see it in a sibling did I see it in my grandparents like really trace it back to the figures that you like grew up around and um, the experiences that you had as a kid and really see like oh you know that happened because you know, my first boyfriend like cheated on me and now mm. I never feel worthy. And you really like, I think it can be so easy now in this like self-development world to be like, why am I this way? And like, why am I blocked? And then be like hard on yourself about it. And like, what do yeah. I fix within myself? Because I'm doing this. And I just think that's like extremely poisonous and yeah. completely counterproductive. So I find it's really helpful to just like curious, you know, just be curious and kind of weave back to be like, when was the first time that this really became you know a part of me and why could it potentially be there and once you spot the origin of those like energetic dynamics which mm -hmm. often do come from our relationships because we relationships are our number one thing as humans you know and we yeah. just observe growing up but point is once you trace it back to that origin you kind of are able to like let go of it a bit because you kind of just see it for what it is and you're like oh okay yeah. that makes sense like that's why I gained this protective quality because really everything we have that we consider like blocked or toxic is just like a defense mechanism you know yeah. it's just like something that we installed to protect and like feel safe which is actually like very sweet and I think it's like really cute that <laughs> that's yeah. really like everything is always rooted in like love truly like if someone's blocking off their heart it's just because they don't want to be hurt again you know it's not because they're like an evil person yeah. And um, it's really important, I think, to trace back to find like why those aspects of yourself are there because mm -hmm. we repress a lot of it. And it's really good to kind of like go back and rewind and not dwell on the past, but to simply learn and to observe and to look at your life like a movie and see those defining moments. So the first thing for sure that I would have someone do is to really become that detective and really start to like look back at their most defining experiences and memories and find like the gems of how that created some of where they are today mm, yeah completely and I think that's the thing just being curious to whatever thoughts you're having like whatever memories you've had that have shaped it because yeah by having judgment towards yourself it's not <laughs> it's not productive yes. at all um no and that's why I always tell people like it's not to like have shame or guilt like further shame and guilt surrounding anything because I think we hold on to so much of that already um mm -hmm. it's just like completely fully accepting every, like every part of you as you are like right now I think um right and yeah, most you, of our best qualities too are some of our most vulnerable qualities like it's a double-edged sword like mm. I'm extremely intuitive and can like fully guide someone and help them and see the things maybe that they aren't seeing but with that I also need to be really aware of like my own energy because I can constantly be like dancing in other places and yeah. not like fully present to my own energy so it's like 
these things all come with like that need for awareness because once you're aware you're like oh this is how I operate and that's the beauty of aging and getting older you know our culture like doesn't really glorify that but I think aging and like gaining your wisdom is so amazing (laughs) because then you're like oh I see that this is a tendency of mine naturally and Mm -hmm. I can now like overcome it because I'm more aware of it and those strengths really always do have like a counter quality to them and so it's just a matter of like which aspect of yourself you want to feed and like ignite you know yeah definitely I think for me I had a realization with that I was going to therapy and looking back on like this part of my life like with such like shame towards it like oh well I don't Mm. know why I did this and why I did that and like just completely going off on one and then I think she said something to me like but that's like one of the strongest parts of you and I was like it just kind of like clicked I was like oh my god <laughs> like yeah um mm. and yeah I think obviously it's like with anything there's like good and bad like well not good and bad because everything's kind of neutral but you know what I mean like that yin and yang side to things um and yeah, oh, just, yeah yeah and just like completely accepting both but yeah like you're saying like trying to feed the strengths and trying to use use that in a way that like is productive and like has an impact in the way you want it to um definitely yeah oh everything is made of dual opposites and like that neutral is literally found through duality like that is also a really really big concept in you know energy work like we have a body physically and we also have like an energetic body that's very highly sensory and constantly Mm. you know receiving all this information like we have night and day we have the sun and the moon like the ocean and the land you know if you start to really get into like mental alchemy and like alchemical like it's called you know the art of transmutation because it's like how do you take one thing that's matter and transform it into a different form Mm. and it's always talking about the law of duality and how you have to have opposites to create a balance and like that yin and the yang and the cool thing about it is you realize like there's always an opposite to something. So if you're in that negative space, like there's always going to be an opposite and it's just a matter of like which balancing end you use your mind to go to, you know, like Mm. what you said about our hardest experiences are also what like chiseled us into like very strong and powerful people. So everything has its like other side of the coin. Mm. And that's why, you know, it's so important how we use our mind because it's like what, end of that duality do you want to be living through you know yeah 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 completely yeah and I think that's the thing like it is you can just change it like people think they get into these negative states and I mean I've been there myself and you just don't think well to begin with you don't think you can do anything and it's just like yeah you think that's just how it is part of who you are and you can't do anything about it but yeah it's it's beautiful that you can just like flip it and obviously sometimes it's not that easy (laughs) but you can there is this other side to it um and yeah I think it's it's an interesting process when you start going through it yeah definitely yeah and like what would you what would you say to people who will like wanting to make those shifts and like start feeding the strengths or recognizing the strengths Mm. and their weaknesses 
definitely micro shifts in your environment you know it doesn't have to be like a big dramatic thing but we truly like mirror our environment we're like a product of the things we hear and see and are told and I I'm honestly such a believer in just even like the smallest things leading to big snowball Mm. effects you know so if you have one particular friend that's always just naysaying everything you freaking do you really have to ask yourself why am I choosing to only hear about what I can't do? And why am I choosing to surround myself with very unsupportive people? Because, you know, we are literally like created by our environment and it's like a very popular thought and like proven fact that you are a product of the three people that you're surrounded with the most. And so you don't have to go on this giant self-developmental like journey. If you can Mm -hmm. only begin to add more love and more support and more like people who are on your team cheering you on, you're automatically going to start seeing so many shifts in your life. So I really would say like one tangible thing that that person could do is changing their environment like completely. Mm. And that's in terms of the things you're consuming. Yeah. You know, like the thoughts you're consuming from others, the shows that you're watching, just anything like that you're consuming is literally what you're becoming. So really taking a look at that dynamic and only choosing one of those things to adjust, you know, and just doing one thing at a time. Like maybe you're just reducing Mm. your Netflix consumption by one hour. Maybe you're just reducing how much you talk to that one friend. And then eventually you get up the courage and the confidence to just fully be like speaking your mind and saying, Hey, this relationship is often making me feel extremely misunderstood and you're like adding drama to my life (laughs) of course there's (laughs) gentler ways to say this but I'll tell you once you like fully start seeing things clearly and getting confident in who you are it becomes a lot easier to just like slice out all of the nonsense and all of the bullshit without having to like apologize you know yeah I had like a reoccurring relationship when I was younger with someone that really just did not honor me or treat me well at all. And I kept trying to win over their like love and affection for so Mm -hmm. long. And then I was like, why am I like this? I should just not feel, but it's because I wasn't honoring my own self-love and my own energy. Once I started to make those changes, it became very clear to me then when something would happen, I'd just be like, you know, actually, no, I'm actually Mm -hmm. so disinterested in this relationship. And I'm repelled by this now because my energy is not operating in that state with you. You know, you have to like sift and pull yourself out of it in order to really see it for what it is sometimes. So I think the quickest way and the easiest way to do that is looking at your environment and like Mm. your circle of who you're listening to and spending time with. Yeah, definitely. And that really resonates with me as well. I think once I'd started like looking at what was and wasn't in alignment with me, like everything was just like, yeah, no, leave the job. (laughs) Like just, just like everything. And I think, yeah, like you don't need to explain yourself and feel bad or whatever for trusting, trusting your gut and like going with what, Mm -hmm. what you want to do. I think that was a big part of it for me as well. And I mean, in terms of like cutting people out, do you think there's like usually a period where people end up being quite alone or like they don't have oh yeah right yeah yeah oh fully I definitely have gone through that period I call it being like the healthy hermit like you're just like straight (laughs) up like (laughs) 
you're just like in it, you know what I mean? And I'm not at all recommending like for people to cut like all of their relationships out or anything like Mm. that, but it depends what kind of situation you're in. And sometimes like desperate times call for like some hardcore measures where when that moment hits where you're like, I am depressed, I am upset, nothing in my life feels right. Like sometimes one way out of that is to really be like, wait, this best friend of mine is like this, you know? And, you know, calling in more of those supportive relationships, reaching out to those people more that are extremely comforting to you. Because I do think um, we need to just seek those relationships that are supportive. You know, it's not really cutting out as much as it's adding, you know, that's like a big theory of mine. And um, when it comes to that period of loneliness or aloneness, I do kind of feel like it's an important part of the journey. Everyone's Mm. going to go through that at some point where they have to be their own figure. Like they have to be their own, like kind of best friend as cliche as that sounds. And really trust that like, as you are saying to life, I do not accept this. You're also saying to life, therefore give me like Mm. these higher things that I'm seeking. And for me, I've gone through, periods of just straight up yeah like lone wolf adventuring checking on like following my Mm. dreams but I also felt way happier than when I was surrounded with a lot of just like disconnect and disharmony so many people you know are good at being busy but not actually enjoying like what they're busy in so I actually do feel not you know people would probably disagree with me but I definitely feel like it's a lot better to be in your own energy in your own world in your own life creating a better way than to be you know busier with with things that really don't you know serve you Mm. like whatsoever and that's kind of like a huge a huge part of the journey to have that kind of love to know that there's always something out there that's going to support you if you have the courage to be like I won't accept being dimmed like this you know yeah definitely I think it's like like you were saying before, like clearing out in order to mm-hmm. make way for like the new and like the good stuff that does align with like what you truly need. And like, yeah. I mean, I, I asked because me personally, like I feel like I've just gone through this period of having a lot of like loneliness and like even like with people like still feeling alone because of that like disconnection and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, just like really having to be alone in order to like be like right what do I want (laughs) and then like attracting more of the things that like actually align so yeah I just didn't know if it was just me (laughs) or if it was like a big part of like the journey that no not at all it is absolutely not just Mm. you and it's always important to remember that transitional in between phase like yeah you personally have also very recently made those huge life changes and adjustments. And so within that clearing out, there is that like middle ground phase of when you're waiting for all Mm. those things to completely come towards you, you know, in alignment. And that's where your personal faith really comes in to be like, okay, you know, I'm feeling like I am not as supported as I want to be and really finding ways to bring that support, you know, to you and like Mm. kind of create it for yourself and definitely reach out to all of those people that 
feel supportive rather than, you know, kind of like out of integrity, because it is true that when you begin to walk this path, you sometimes only begin to see, you know, the things that like aren't there or the ways that people are like lying to themselves or the ways that all of this stuff is going on. But truly, mm-hmm. it's a lot better to feel you know, alive and all the things that you are receiving than to feel like that numbed, deluded version of yourself that was just going with the flow, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's like in society, especially with like work and everything, people are kind of just expected to have a nine to five job and like just do the same thing over and over again. And like people don't question it, but like they're unhappy and I think this is something that I've been like questioning a lot myself and looking into like why people um, do it and everything. And I think, yeah, like it's, it's crazy how much people like tolerate, even though, even though they're not happy with it, you know what I mean? Um, oh, cause it's security. It's well, our yeah. most, it's our most primal mm. need, you know, to feel safe and secure, even beyond happy, truly. Yeah. Like that's almost like a, next level emotional desire but it's like security and stability (laughs) it's so interesting that it really is that number one thing even though often on the other side of that comfort zone is like the process that really Mm. you know brings you home to who you are and teaches you so much about yourself and um another thing in terms of like the feeling of being alone that I kind of feel like it's important because this makes it more tangible for you even is like even if you feel like your friend circle right now is not completely there one thing that I did is I would bring just inspiration into my life through even like people online like public figures that I really really Mm. motivated by their messages and they felt like very true to me I would just almost if I didn't have all these conversations that felt really fulfilling, I would like bring them in in other forms. So like documentaries, podcasts, books, authors, writers, like just those can be your three people you listen to the most too. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like people in your day-to-day reality that you see the most. It's like you can really bring that energy in through, we have like the blessing now of the media and how much access Mm. we have to so many different schools of thought you know yeah but I feel like that's incredibly helpful too just choosing once again that consumption of what you are going to listen to the most and to know that you don't have to cut out your relationships but sometimes that boundary means just being like oh thank you you know I honor Mm. that opinion of yours I appreciate it but completely it just deflects right off of you like you don't let it alter your consciousness and so that's really what the energetic part of it is that you actually don't have to change your physical reality whatsoever Mm. you can choose to begin to understand how it's impacting you and change that and then all of a sudden those things start to kind of like fall away and change because it really does all begin with your own internal beliefs and your own internal energy rather than the actual physical forms that Mm. you're seeing in your life and I think that's what you're touching on Christy too, around like, why do people make the decisions that they do? It's like, yeah, they get to those places when they get to it. Like there was a part of you and you had that job that like needed that job. Otherwise yeah. you wouldn't have been in it, you know? So it's yeah, like, yeah. beautiful to trust the process. Yeah, completely. And I think, I think that's a big part of it. Like, yeah, just trusting that like 
your path is exactly as it's like meant to be and like having fun oh, yeah yeah but I think trusting can be difficult as well I think so many people struggle to lean into that and surrender to it um as well I think a lot of doubts come up with it all and yeah mm-hmm. but I think truly just like letting everything be how it will be um and I mean I was having a chat with someone yesterday sort of similar to all of this stuff and um we were talking about like how problems are only sort of like thoughts like if you don't if, if you take away the thought it's not it's not an issue and like that kind of seems to relate to this thing of like you don't need to change these physical um your physical environment it's just like yeah focusing on yourself like focusing on your mind like what aligns with you and figuring that out and then just yeah having those boundaries because yeah they don't yeah. have problems unless you choose for them to be an issue or like you choose I think I think we have more choice than we we believe we do um sort of link into all of that exactly it's like the shifting can take place when you like sit back and like hold your focus and it's it's so interesting to see how like magical of a process it is truly and when it comes to trust that's kind of the thing about it that trust is like and this way of living is like an incredibly invisible force like it's not proof based like when it comes Mm. to making a change in your life and like jumping onto the other side of faith like nothing is in physical form for you to be like I absolutely know that this is going to work out or I absolutely know that if I leave this relationship I'll find someone better like none of that is given to us but it requires so much trust and that's why like Mm. that self-connection is so important because that full trust is knowing that you can always, you know, have your back and not have to be like that critical judgmental self. And you can trust that there is like a deeper force holding you that is guiding this entire experience. And we often don't have that, you know, wisdom until we're looking back. It's not when we're looking forward. And it's um, really important just to kind of always anchor in. And that's why, you know, getting in touch with your intuition is so important because you need to know, like, am I making this decision based on my own being or is it coming from you know Mm. something else and so that trust is really the number one thing because at the end of the day I fully believe like if you have trust you can do anything you know you can fully move through whatever comes your way because even those moments that are the most dark and you're in the most you know big of a hole as ever before you can like feel all of it and think to yourself this will make sense one day like I fully am experiencing this for a reason and I'm going to move through it and that alone gives it meaning you know and it doesn't matter what you believe in it's kind of like just trusting that you're always being pulled by this deeper order to everything and this isn't even like a religious or spiritual belief this is fully what we see being human beings this is what we see in nature this is what we see in like how incredible and miraculous it is that we're even alive and here and experiencing what we experience. So it's like, that's why nature is so healing to people because it shows Mm. trust in the process. Like it shows that like leaves will fall and then they'll come back. Like something can be completely torn out of the ground and still go back to seed and grow. Like there's never like an end or a true destruction. And I think that's why people are afraid of taking the leap and having trust because they're afraid that it will be like the end of life as they know it, you know, and we don't want to feel that because it's really 
uncomfortable yeah <laughs> but the truth but the truth is like we're never actually like in full knowing we're never like actually the one in charge you know something could happen at any moment both you know bad quote unquote or good and I think mm. that's the thing when you're talking about trust that often our mind will be like well what if this happens what if this happens what if this doesn't work out but why aren't we also asking the other side of that of like what if this really is the thing that leads me to my dream or what if you know xyz like why does it always go to the things that could go wrong rather than the things that could go right and I think that's a big 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 thing to know about the brain and the mind and psychology Mm -hmm. that like we go into that protective place rather than that expansive place and that is kind of like the most important thing when it comes (laughs) down to it to know like what kind of life am I really like focusing on like am I trusting that this will like catapult me into new places of power and beauty and like Mm. self-love or am I fully thinking that it's just going to be the end all be all and I'm not going to be okay you know yeah definitely I think yeah that's the thing like our brains are just trying to protect us and like we were saying before like have this security and this safety and that's why like it is so hard to to make those shifts and because like your brain is literally having to like rewire itself <laughs> as you're going through Fully. the process um oh yeah yeah the subconscious um, oh yeah it's um yeah it still like blows my mind how it all works but <laughs> um oh, yeah like it's, it's incredible yeah, yeah like going through the shifts and like I think like you were saying though just like having this like really deep like inner peace and like knowing like beneath it all so like you can still have so much going on like so much chaos and like bad things happen to you but like yeah still have like complete knowing in yourself and like confidence in yourself um whilst all that change is going on or whilst you're trying to transition into like something that aligns with you more um yeah definitely and I think in terms of like developing the trust and the confidence in yourself like what I mean obviously this is a lot around the work that I do but like what what would you say to people to to do to develop that and to just like completely know that they've got their own back like regardless of what happens Hmm. that's such a good question because it's also so one thing I've really learned is how unique everyone is like Mm. like sometimes giving general there's there's complete universal truths for sure but I've just found everyone is so like wildly and uniquely different and um it's really beautiful to be able to like go into that subconscious and really understand like what's going on with each being but in terms of developing that trust Mm. it definitely it definitely kind of piggybacks on what we were talking about on like identifying what those blocks are and what the things are that aren't fueling you and that are like really taking away from you and really it's like the action like you can't really build a lot of trust unless you're like choosing to see it in form you know and Mm -hmm. sometimes that that takes time and so it's really like implementing action into your life truly and that means like you know for you like quitting your job or doing that thing and it's not a big 
you know, huge decision than it needs to be. But I think more so you can build trust even by committing 20 minutes a day to just like sitting Mm. without your phone and being like, I'm going to listen to the music that I like and just kind of close my eyes and like put my hands on my heart. Like that actually builds trust. I think the only way truly to build trust is to come back into your own body and like back into your own energy and that does require like diligent practice every single day and that's why I think like having a guide having a coach is so important because you have to like recall all of that back Mm -hmm. everything that was fragmenting that trust you know and it's kind of a very natural thing like we have to understand that like our body and our spirit is much more intelligent than we give it credit like if you simply declare like I'm going to build trust and like, I'm going to take like this little time each day to really just like focus on myself and build some harmony there. It could be going for a walk. Like it's going to be something different for each person that can already get the gears in motion, you know, in creating that process. And I really do believe in like starting small because I think sometimes huge drastic changes can only come from really coming Mm. from that center. I would never want someone to just like, go and make an impulsive choice in terms of like I'm going to build trust by just like dipping out entirely and doing all these things but um you know for me I definitely did some drastic things in my life but it's because for many years I had been really like moving to understanding myself and like really spending the time sitting with myself and Mm. taking a look at my life and that gave me the trust to know that I was making the right decision like we'll never have trust if we don't have a relationship to ourselves. So what I would advise someone to do is to ask yourself, like, what makes you feel most like yourself? Like what Mm. activities are really beautiful? Like what brings you joy? What is the most consistent thing that you've been interested in? And like begin to spend only a little bit of time doing those things. And that's going to start like bringing you back. And that's going to start building trust that, you can move forward and like be an authority in your life because you're actually acting from a space of like genuine, yeah, you know, connection rather than all the other things we talked about, which can be like muddy, you know? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Completely. And definitely meditation for sure. Like meditation Mm. doing like guided um, journeys with myself. Like I kind of just began on YouTube, like finding like little meditations and stuff to give me, something to focus on because sometimes just like sitting and being in silence or doing these things is not like very resonant for people and they're not feeling like that's something that they want to do for good reason and so it wasn't until I started doing these meditations and guided journeys to really get into that subconscious and really Mm -hmm. understand like what that invisible force was that was guiding me in a lot of my choices like was it fear or was it love when I started to really dive into that that's what gave me the courage to act because I was like I am capable I can do this Mm. you know it gave me like that confidence and that's basically what I do now like the whole conversation about the subconscious that we had and like the things that are ruling our belief systems I basically take people you know into these guided meditations and guided journeys during a lot of Mm. our sessions and I'm able to like completely connect them with those symbols and those experiences and memories and experiences yeah yeah, that are in their subconscious mind and it's so amazing to see the things that come up because 
people are so, so, so intuitive and just don't trust that they are. And they sometimes just need that like person to like guide them through it to be like, Hey, this is how you connect. Like, these are the questions you can ask. These are the visualizations and like the places you can go to, to truly like Mm -hmm. form a relationship with your own spirit and your own heart. And once someone has one experience like that, it's like a catapult, you know, and just like a ball yeah completely and I mean even like like you were saying I've started off doing like guided meditations and like I did one of yours as well and like genuinely like it just it starts completely like shifting your perspective on everything Mm -hmm. um and like coming back to what you were saying earlier about like am I being driven by fear or is it love like do you think like sometimes we can misjudge like our intuition and because of this fear um that comes up mm-hmm. yeah. yeah sometimes our our gut instinct can actually not be like a, a gut instinct and it's actually like a no I just want to stay like mm. put I just want to stay like in this comfort zone and that's another example of really getting to know your own self and like forming a dialogue and literally it's as easy as like you can just literally like put your hands on your heart and be like like let's think of an example say someone (laughs) this is really silly but say someone like doesn't they want to go to like a party but maybe someone's going to be there that they don't want to see and like their Mm. intuition could be like go you'll have a great time something important will happen or their fear could be like that sounds kind of scary like we don't know if we want to do that so it's a no so you can literally like sit and just like the thing is people often don't take the time like we don't know that we can do this we don't know that we can like consult our own self and we can actually like ask you know what I mean and like our body can be like a connective force for us and so you can literally sit there and be like all right you know why is this coming up for me and just like listen and just be like okay am I afraid of going? And it'll be like, yes or no. And you can just say, what, you know, is the best choice for me or what will feel good? Like, show me the experience of what will be like the best choice moving forward. And literally you can do that. Like a lot of people don't take the time to ask and you can just be like, am I afraid of going? Or, you know, is this like, my intuition Mm. and another distinction probably a better example is you can feel whether it's coming from your head or whether it's coming from like your body like Mm. you can feel when it's like that like stomach drop and you're like "Ooh, this feels like weird and I don't know why like it feels kind of like intangibly kind of off or you can tell when it's like but if I go this might happen or like uh, like you can tell when it's fully a mental just spasm of anxiety and when it's your mind and then you can tell when it's like your sensory body being like hmm like let's Mm. stop and think about this yeah yeah definitely I think that's another thing as well like we become so disconnected from our bodies and like I think just generally like in society growing up we're always told to like suppress our emotions and like everything and like we just don't have that connection with our bodies anymore um Mm -hmm. so I definitely think that's like another really important part of it um like something that I've been doing which might sound really weird but um just like standing in front of a mirror like completely naked and asking yourself questions and like watching how your body reacts 
left like it is the strangest thing because like yeah like my hand might like twitch slightly or like and my heart might start going just like stuff like that like really trying to pay attention to it all like yeah it's just it's so interesting and I think our bodies know a lot more um than our minds sometimes like I think we can be guided by by our bodies um so much more than people people use it (laughs) Um, you're so right that is so cool that's a really really awesome example Mm. because you know people always say like everything is made of communication and everything is about communication but then we've also been shown that most communication is nonverbal. so like what does that actually mean and that's why like intuition and talking about all this stuff is actually not like very woo woo. it's actually very scientific <laughs> because yeah. it's like I love I love going there with people because I can kind of like hang in both like I can go really out there mm-hmm. and like just fully dive into like the realm of spirit or I can be like very grounded in my approach to these things and it's interesting because what you were saying about the body it's so true because it's like when it comes to like being psychic like everyone wants to like be clairvoyant or like be psychic and be intuitive and all this stuff Mm. and like have these like superpowers but the thing is like we already have them you just have to start paying attention like when it comes to me reading someone I fully it's less of like a psychic experience and it's more that like I am very able to look at their body language the tone of their voice their eye contact what they're doing in front of me how their body changes as they talk about certain things and I literally become extremely psychic because I can tell exactly what's going on like in their Mm -hmm. energy field and it's not because I'm like receiving spirit messages (laughs) like from my guides you know what I mean and like that's that's very real too but the point is like people like whoa you can tell like you can fully you can and then you experience it in your own self and now I've gotten to the point where I'm like oh shit because I can tell when like certain things make me like look away or like certain Mm. things make my like my shoulders kind of like hunch and like hunch over and then I'm very observant so that I go on these like you know tangents (laughs) oh why am I doing why is that happening why is my energy changing and like it's so interesting though you're so right like our body people this is another thing in like the new age spiritual community where it's like all about leaving your body to like get into the astral and to get into the spiritual and to like connect with the higher force but like your body actually is that higher force and it's the one like fully Mm. being the container and so to think that they're separate is like so silly so if you actually do yeah form that like physical connection and begin to look at body language and look at voice and movement and all of these powerful projections of our spirit and our body then you actually receive so much information you know and even with your clients we pick up on these things without even realizing it like if you just sat completely present and really just watch someone you would receive so much about what's going on in their life like their confidence you know their perceptions like it just it's an ongoing thing. And I love just being and like really owning it now and not like making people uncomfortable, but I'm just very honest where I'll be like, why, what was that? You know what I mean? Like, like, what was that? Like you fully just did this. And then people will be like, Whoa, (laughs) what does that mean? Cause you know, you can tell when people are lying, you can tell when people are being honest, like it's not being psychic. It's just being aware, you know? Yeah. Yeah, completely. And I mean, I'm looking into, um, like somatics and like all of the kind of like body stuff and like I think just like being so much more aware to it like when you first start like 
doing it like everything's it's like it's almost as if you're like a baby again <laughs> you're just like mm-hmm. experiencing the world and like how your body's interacting with that and like yeah it is it's honestly like the best but like strangest thing it's like kind of like reconnecting um with it all and coming back home in a sense as well just like be like whoa I've got all these stuff that I didn't know about like <laughs> like how right. yeah um and that authority is like being able to direct it like say you're yeah. feeling anxious or say your body is like your shoulders are really uptight like you can fully be the one to be like okay like drop your shoulders yeah like release yeah. this like you are safe like you can become the commander and that's you know the basics of kind of intuition 101 yeah <laughs> and I could yeah. talk about that forever just being the commander of your energy but that's probably a whole wormhole right there yeah no go for it I go for it I'm up for that um well just when it comes to expressing yourself and um what you choose to say and how you talk to yourself is like very important it's not like a you know, we just forget what, like we were talking about earlier, that we can interact with our own self. And like, yeah, the number one thing that I believe when it comes to like being that commander and creating changes in your life, we didn't really bring this up earlier, just because there's so much. I was like, how can I create <laughs> these like tiny, understandable things? But one really powerful thing is completely changing your language and your words and the actual mm-hmm. expressions, you know, of your voice and of your throat. And that's like the number one thing. I work with with people too is like as soon as they say something like I don't know I'm not sure it's like no we cannot be saying that because literally yeah. every time you just put these words out there you are just creating so much momentum behind that and your brain is mm. like oh she doesn't know so like we're just going to keep not knowing yeah. but you could literally just say something like it's becoming more clear to me as time goes on And that's like such a more empowering way to speak. And a big thing for me is like sound and voice and speaking. So it's really been a huge change for me to completely really like take that observant look on like the words that I'm saying and why and how often I'm actually speaking like destructive things upon myself, you know, like so often people be like, oh, I'm so stupid or like, I can't believe I did that or I just don't know why I'm the way I am or maybe this will never happen Mm. this isn't working out for me I feel so confused and I I can pretty confidently say that I genuinely don't speak that way like ever because it's been so many years of like really being aware of that language and um yeah it's like being a commander-in-chief of your own life like what are you going to command in do you want to speak words that are loving and bring joy and smiles to other people's faces or do you want to like spread really mixed energy you know it's like we're so powerful in the way that we can communicate with other people and it's like make it make it your thing to leave every room better than when you found it just by like speaking blessings upon people like Mm. oh you're so amazing you're so this you're so that like it's it's really incredible to see how much um power comes from our voice that's how we impact oh, yeah. people yeah definitely and I mean even like before we we started this um this recording <laughs> you picked me up on like stuff that I was saying and I think just like 
trying to be so aware to everything and like yeah like the words we speak it all has like a vibrational frequency and like you say like we get we get it back um and yeah like put it onto other people as well and I think this might be going off slightly but like something that (laughs) that always reminds me of this is that um I think it was in the good vibes good life book where he's talking about like water and like you can genuinely like speak into it and like if you're saying positive things I can't remember exactly like the science behind it but like basically if you're saying positive things it would like do whatever to the water and like negative would Mm -hmm. do something else I can't remember like the science behind it but like that's always what I use to remind myself of like how the words that you say and have an impact like obviously that's using water but then it's such a like a bigger thing as well um right yeah it it alters I know that you're speaking about it alters the water molecules the (laughs) thoughts and feelings and words that we're putting towards the water and then the whole thing is like and we're made of water you know we're these receptive conduits to information and we mold to become what we're getting mirrored and that's why you know we did talk Mm. about environment and like subconscious and all these things because those are the actual forces molding us and they're not tangible they're not physical they're not seen and I think once we accept that we're like swimming in this sea of like liquid stuff which is energy (laughs) then we begin to understand what's actually forming our life and it's so true about the concept of water because Mm if you then go on and you're saying all these negative things, if you're saying it to other people, then you're actually just multiplying that energy because all of those minds are thinking the same thing. Like, Oh yeah, she's uncomfortable. Oh yeah. She should be really afraid of like Mm. what's coming up this month. And then you have all of these powerful minds that are just like expanding this fear and we're all becoming these big, like broadcasting systems of these narratives that are really scary rather than, if you say, you know, I'm really afraid for this upcoming month, but I know it's going to be like a fruitful challenge and I'm going to get through it. Then you have mm. all of those minds that are like, she's going to get through it. She's <laughs> going to get through it. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. kind of like elementary, but we aren't taught these things, you know? Well, yeah, definitely. It's a ripple effect, like both ways. <laughs> it can be good or bad, like depending. Like, exactly. yeah. yeah, I think um, it's so powerful. I think like coming back to the thing before like that's why you should just prioritize yourself and like keep putting yourself first and like because that then then like raises your vibrations obviously if you're speaking positively as well that's going to make an impact and Mm -hmm. it just yeah I think it has such like a massive impact and like I personally feel like there's a big shift going on or like starting to happen with this like where people are becoming more aware of it all they're starting to Mm -hmm to just focus on themselves and then that's just having like a knock-on effect on everyone else around them um yeah exactly yeah because we've been told that if you focus on yourself you're selfish you know but there's many many different layers to that you know and I do think there is kind of a a force out there that that knows you know that the less connected we are to ourselves like the less change happens that's very progressive and equalizing Mm -hmm. and empowering for all people you know and so it's really important for you to just always stay in that state of awareness that it's like oh I can choose you know in these ways to kind of like reclaim this power Mm -hmm. and to be 
selfish in a very wonderful way because by me being selfish I am showing others how important they are and I'm adding value and like love to this world that currently feels so imbalanced at times you know people people need the like self-love and the self-connection and the interesting thing is that when we choose that we actually form community and we form like that ripple effect so it's actually the greatest thing you could be doing you know and it's not that like selfishness that's isolating it's like that selfishness that like grows truth and grows like Mm. true you know authentic like that sharp cutting knife of like true versus false and that really inspires people because people can feel it when they're around you when you're like fully in your power and you're thinking clearly and really taking the time to be in your own you know space not physically Mm. but just like in your mind to be like hmm I'm gonna think about what's best for me rather than just like live on autopilot you know it's very very powerful yeah yeah definitely (laughs) yeah and I think once you start moving away from autopilot and like I think it just opens up everything uh like it really does like completely just shifting your perspective on so many levels and there's like like we were saying earlier constantly learning there's so much to it I think this is why like with spirituality and like self-development and stuff like people have this perception it's all just like positive affirmations (laughs) like kind of thing but like it branches off Mm -hmm. in so many directions I mean that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast because I wanted to help people to understand how much depth there is to it really um and like yeah it it truly is like amazing (laughs) amazing once you get into it well it's so true as you as you bring that love and like those quote-unquote positive affirmations it it opens the door for like everything to be cleared Mm. that doesn't represent that you know so it's like if you're taking the time every 10 minutes to tell yourself how worthy you are and to really begin to feel compassion for the things that you've experienced that were difficult the more you step into that energy you're going to begin to highlight and you're going to start seeing all the things that still are living in that space of unworthiness and that's where like you said the complexity and like the magic really comes in because then that's the whole journey you begin to go on and like mending and reclaiming who you are you know Mm, yeah yeah totally and I think that's just it isn't it it's reclaiming who you are that's I think that sums it up perfectly like this whole episode that's what it's about reclaim it oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's true because it never went anywhere you know it's like what we're talking about about calling everything back and really like cutting off any of those you know, cords and cutting off any mm. of these energetic patterns that aren't reminding you of your powers that you can, yeah, fully reclaim it and be like, oh, I've always been this way, this inner child yeah. of like magic and creation and power and wonder and full confidence and faith. What what happened, you know, along the way? Mm. And exactly really be able to reclaim it. That does sum everything up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was having that chat with someone else again um, the other day and it's like, yeah, our natural state is just, it's just like love. And like, like you were saying, like our inner child has all these like magical and like playful and just like everything. But yeah, we just become so disconnected from it all. Um, so yeah, it's just like returning home to yourself and being yeah. who you like really are at the core, like in your natural state, I think. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been so interesting. Thank you so much. And thank you just for anyone who listens to this. I really, really want to put out there just for these messages to fully kind of anchor in for you and whatever you needed to hear, whatever those like tangible steps are for you that are going to lead to more empowerment and love and connection for you to just fully go full speed ahead and know that you're supported and that there is much, much, you know, many energies out there rooting for you and you have a whole team that is ready to support you when you make your decisions towards really honoring yourself. So thank you to you, Christy, and thank you to everyone who's received, you know, the medicine of these words. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, my love. Yeah, it's amazing. And just quickly before we go, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. is there like where can people connect with you and, you know, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Contact, modes of contact. Yeah. Mm. You can follow me on Instagram where I often post a lot of videos and a lot of kind of content along these lines. And that's Marigold. So M-E-R-R-I-G-O-L-D underscore and then I also have sessions you can book with me online through my website which is laurenkmerrill.com and um you'll probably link it or I can yeah spell yeah it out. I'll be linked as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah and on there you can find the priority main things that I do are mentorship for all these energetic topics of how you can sift through these things in your own life for greater intuition and really developing your intuition and your sense of self and then also akashic field readings which are really really fun they're those guided journeys that we go on to really Mm. connect you with like your higher soul and those messages there so you can find all that on my website or follow me on instagram and i'd love to talk with you all yeah amazing thank you so much you're so 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 welcome Thank you so much for listening to this episode and thank you once again to Lauren for sharing all of the wisdom and knowledge that you did in this episode like isn't she just the most wholesome and lovely person like this is honestly such a beautiful episode to record and uh, yeah I hope you enjoyed it too and as always if you would like to connect with me my Instagram is Christy Bergman Coaching and my website is www christybergman.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more about the work that I do how I can support you with creating deeper alignment in your life and yeah just super grateful super blessed for anyone who's listened to the end of this episode and I will see you in the next one